0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective.
1: This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network.
0: With podcasting gear from TASCAM, including the TASCAM Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam, sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation.
1: Forgive the interruption, but I believe
0: this requires your attention. At the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair. Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best men. Mm-hmm. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> 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 it's real, mighty Marvel geeks.
1: That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're. Time, uh, well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show
0: about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric.
1: What a bunch of losers! Uh, I am crew.
0: That I did know.
1: These people may be isolated, unbalanced, even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. i'm suda I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. Help. Yeah. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been four days.
2: Something like that. For, for, I've been working from
1: home. Uh, um, I don't know where I'm at. The lair. <laughs> And I, I got cabin fever. And it's a fever that does think, not need cowbell.
0: I think just by looking at your background, you're right next to the ice machine on the third floor that doesn't
1: work. That explains why I can't get snow cones. Uh, I'm afraid, sir, you are correct.
2: Yeah, yeah, but,
1: yeah. But, no. the wa- but the water's nice and cold.
0: Well, there's that I,
1: I mean I wish I, you have
0: me would stop because I'm trying to record a podcast here I
1: I know I called last week's episode held on the count of chrono of Corona, which I guess I finally got the episode up, and I think you guys will appreciate the episode art for it. But all seriousness aside, it is the intrepid trio: Kylan, Eric, and myself, Mike. And as I'm sure as you could tell, we're getting a little stir crazy. Not, we're not talking Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor style stir crazy.
0: The kids <laughs> punch drunk, one too many hits from the snake.
1: <laughs> so I th- I believe seeing Eric's reaction, he approves of the, vi- of the picture. <laughs> um, man. So as we said on last week's show, we tried to record on Thursday.
0: We did. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, With everything going on in the world, it didn't happen. So Eric and I recorded on Saturday. Had a great time. Missed you, We missed you, buddy.
2: I missed you guys. I sat there and looked at... I just happened to look at my uh, watch that evening. and I looked at the time, and I was just like, "Ah, I can't... I missed you guys. I did,
1: but... Well, I will say, like I said, go check out the homepage to see the gorgeous episode art for this last week's episode. You can find it at MightyMarvelGeeks.net. It's gorgeous, Kylan. You're gonna love it when you see it. I
2: can't wait. Um, while you're right
1: while you're there, check out the right hand side for our affiliates and our partner at Heroes and Villains. Use the code FILDAGENTS Agents for fifteen percent off your first purchase. <laughs> Kylan has seen it. (laughs) Best episode art ever.
0: I feel sorry for Kylan. I really do. Why? Because you're going to have trouble breathing this show. Mm -hmm. I just have this feeling. So Kylan is what we say in the industry as an easy audience. Yes. I totally am. So, um, and don't think uh, we don't appreciate that. Well, thank you. I'm thank glad to hear you. that. We. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: Continue. Uh,
1: Continue. Also, to check out our web store. Get your award balloon hat. Uh, the other stuff coming soon. New merch coming. There. I'm done. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Stay safe. Do
0: you remember the old electric company where they had Spider-Man on it, and that's the only way he spoke?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: You know, for- he, he would he would, he'd jerk his head back, and there'd be this word balloon yeah. going right there on the TV screen. And it would have
1: his it, what he was saying. He's the only character I- that didn't speak during that segment. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And that was a, when I was a kid. I thought that that was it until I saw the Spider Man, uh, the the, the Spider Man uh, cartoon from the sixties, and all of a sudden, like he's talking, and then I was confused at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah because you were, I saw that and it was kind of like, really? So that's what he sounds like.
2: But then, but I will say that uh, when they came out with there was a comic book that um, accompanied the that segment, and I, and I don't know where you could get it, but I came across it later. And that was the comic that introduced me to Captain Britain. So okay, too.
1: I don't remember Captain Britain being in the. Electric company he, was, he he electric company he wasn't he
2: wasn't an electric company he wasn't comic he, he yeah. was in comic but he never appeared on the show
1: i don't remember him yeah. in the comic for the electric company spider-man
0: yeah. there no. was one there was one where he teamed up with them the closest the closest the electric company ever really got to captain britain was when morgan friedman tried to put on a british accent that
2: is true Easy reader. Reason why I kept a book with me. To this day, I try to keep a book with me everywhere I go because I want to be cool like him. You know, you could do far worse. Easy reader, to, oh my god! I'm about to sound like my dad, but it's true. Kids, <laughs> kids don't have an easy reader today. Like when I was a kid, I was like, I wanted to be cool like Easy Reader. So you know, I'm you know, just saying. Yeah, yeah. And because the Easy Reader that I'm now doing a Marvel podcast. So there you go.
0: We totally need to get Morgan Freeman on the show, just so you can tell him that story. I totally will.
2: Uh, you know, and I
0: think that if we can get more, if we can get Morgan Freeman on
2: uh, in an MC property of some some type then we would be able to justify him being on the show, then I could say, hey Mr. Freeman
0: slash easy reader ta-da. Okay, what role would you put him in the MCU? (laughs) Mike sitting here, he's scowling into the camera because kind of like he had all these stories he wanted to go. No, no, over. no, no. no, no this and is we fine. have just this totally fine, derailed fine. this show trying to fan cast freaking Morgan Freeman into the NCU. I'm trying to figure out you, how to just put so, him so we can get him, him on the show and Colin can tell him a story. I, I'm thinking no. where, where can we put him? Where, where can we put him?
2: Here's the thing. <laughs> he, the thing if he was a little was younger, was a little
0: younger, Robbie Roberts, Robert. Robert. I would be so totally down with that.
2: Or 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 or. Uh, uh, cord, cord uh, from, from uh, new warrior slash, uh, Ooh, Ooh, that's nice. See, the only thing is cord
0: is cords a little more actiony. Yeah. He's a little more actiony. That's the only thing.
1: Okay, here's a thought. Here's a Uh, thought. Bear with me here. Okay. Maestro. Oh. See, I want to go one further. Okay. And, yeah, initially played by a British person. Mm Mm-hmm. But we're talking MCU. Why couldn't it be total race bend, gender bend, whatever you want to call it? Okay. Mandalorian. Or, uh, not Mandalorian. The, uh... (laughs) kinsley's character the mandarin the mandarin. mandarin thank you okay
0: it's too late mike yeah it's too late mike i cannot unsee this in my head or the mandalorian removes his helmet and it's morgan freeman yeah, wow. yeah.
1: with seven rings. I, I
0: wish i could do a good morgan freeman voice because i am dying to know i can bring you in hot or i can bring you in cold <laughs>
2: Man, uh, oh, dude, I, I, I like,
0: I, I, I like, I do that, or, or, or uh, go for it, Colin, I will see if you're thinking what I'm thinking.
2: Um, hold on, hold on, I need to get the character's name, uh, give me a second, now this is somebody that is normally a British actor, but, uh, well, he's a British character, but, uh, let me see, um, hang on, all right, uh, so so now this is a character that uh, tends to show up in Shang, uh, Shang-Chi. Uh-huh. Uh, I would be thinking someone more long lines. Uh, I would be thinking I could see him as, uh, let me see if I could find a partner. partner Clive Reston, or Cleve Reston. Okay. Older guy, that's MI6. Okay. Um, I, I can see him but but the character was kind of at least from what I'm reading here he was um he was uh modeled after Roper it's sort of like a Bond Roper character Roper was uh the Bruce Lee's partner sort of in Enter the Dragon Uh, I could see him either as uh, Clive Reston or as Dennis
0: Nayland, one of those characters. All right. Here's one for you. Okay. Again, it's a voice thing. Mm -hmm. Three words. Mm -hmm. Thin, fang, foom. Oh. You tell me that Morgan Freeman's voice coming out of a dragon wouldn't be freaking awesome. This is true. Dude, I like that. I like
2: and Finn Fang Foom has to show up somewhere. Yeah, uh, maybe the next Doctor Strange movie. I mean, we don't know a whole heck of a lot. I would Truth. be I'd be fine if Finn Fang Fooms Finn Fang Foom showed up there.
1: How about this? We go back a ways. Okay, we go back to Followers Followers of the Light. Okay, which is the where the Shogun Warriors robots were from?
0: Oh, dude. Okay, Richard yeah. Richard
1: Carson. Either Richard Carson or Elongo Savage, one or the other. Oh. A oceanographer from Madagascar or an American stuntman.
2: I, You know what? I'm good with either one. Or he could
1: be the head of damage control.
0: There it no, is. There you go. There
1: it is, right? Hercules. Well, not Hercules. Uh, Albert Albert Clary, the comp controller.
0: Dude,
2: I yeah. Okay, so since 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 damage control has already shown up in the MCU, yes. we, we and we've only scratched, barely even scratched the surface. So yeah, and I will say, I was just listening. To, uh, so there's this rapper, uh, a nerdcore rapper. His name is uh, Word Burglar. And he does a song about damage control. And, so, and I, I was like listening to it. The, uh, I was like driving around on Saturday and I was listening to the song. And I'm just like, you know, he just kind of basically it, it's from the point of view of somebody who works for damage control. And, you know, just talking about how, you know, if it wasn't for them, you know, like pretty much the world would be in shambles because, you know, they're the ones that's cleaning up all this stuff. And he even says, you all to see our. Y'all see our Secret Wars files. And I'm just like, what would that be like? <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and damage control did feature rather prominently in the old Marvel game, the Marvel uh, RPG. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you had to make sure you had enough resources to pay them for, you know, you know cleaning up after
1: superhero battles. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm down with that, man. I, I agree. Pardon the interruption. I have some news you might find most interesting. I hope she's right. Uh, speaking of podcasts, as Eric was saying earlier, of stop texting me trying to do a podcast, uh, this just in, Marvel and Stitcher have released the first episode of Marvels, a new fictional podcast series inspired by the landmark comic series with the same name by Kurt Busick and Alex Ross. Starting today, the series will air weekly for free over a course of a 10 episode arc. Chapter one's up now. Um, what's cool about this is last year, you know, we had uh, the series, which originally launched on Stitcher last year, marked it part of the 25th anniversary celebration of Busick and Ross's award winning four part comic uh, that was released back in 94. Uh, this podcast revisits the story of photojournalist Phil Sheldon as he navigates through the chaos caused by Galact- the Galactus invasion of New York and explores what it means to be a human in a universe inhabited by superheroes. Ooh, another good role for Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. The re- the reverse of God.
2: Oh. That's true, because he's played God before,
1: yep, yeah, um, so it takes place in the aftermath of Fantastics Four Battle with galactus high above New York City for the fate of the world. uh one intrepid photographer, an ambitious college student, and a cynical journalist embark on an investigation to confirm or debunk one of the most superpowered conspiracy theories of all time. The show cast includes Cliff Method Man Smith. As Ben Urich, Anna Sophia Robb as Marsha Hart's Hardesty, Ethan Peck as Mr. Fantastic, Seth Barish as Phil Sheldon. Also included in the cast are Louisa Krause as Sue Storm, Jake Hart as Ben Grimm, Ihad Barisha as Johnny Storm, Tio Rap Olson as Peter Parker, and Gabriel Ortega as Charlie Martinez. Okay. So, ooh, ooh. so either Sheldon or Ben Urich would be a great role for a live action version of these characters with Morgan Freeman.
0: What if you cast Morgan Freeman? <laughs> yes, I, I I stumbled across that name.
1: I shouldn't Morgan Freeman as Galactus. I would I would even go Morgan Freeman, as Mr. Fantastic, as long as they don't get too I, comedic with it. All right, I. He's a little too old for that.
2: Yeah, that—that's the only thing. If he was, if we're talking, maybe if he
0: was Idris Elba's
2: age, yes,
0: yes, all uh-huh. day long. But uh, well, there's a thought: Morgan Freeman is Doctor Doom. Ooh, ooh, why not? Oh, why not? Indeed. Oh, huh? Uh, huh? Uh, that would be great. Uh, I, 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 I'm. Um, oh, why not?
1: Why not indeed? There we go. So moving right along, uh, Black Widow, which is one of the films that's been delayed due to some alcohol, I mean, some virus. I have started calling that the Voldemort flu. Just because I am
0: sick and tired of hearing it by its real name, uh, it I, who must not uh, be named.
1: I, I could, I can understand. Um, thankfully, though, even though the movie's been delayed, the merchandise train is still a moving at full speed, which is great. Right. Yeah.
2: So the movie, the movie will have met its budget before it even comes out.
1: Well, if the merchandise train.
0: Is coming the, down the, the tracks. Train, not Big Thunder Railroad. It's true. <laughs> um, where the real money from the movie is made.
1: So it seems the plans for the release of these products remain unchanged. Case in point, a line of Black Widow merch has just launched at Merchoid, which includes Black Widow and Taskmaster tech hoodies, along with hats, bags, mugs, and wallets. Um, I really dig the Taskmaster hoodie.
0: I do, too. I do, too. I would like the Black Widow one more if it didn't have the words on the back.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they have had some great—oh, they have, they have the Gwen Bull hoodie back. Holy cow. Uh-oh. Yep. I got one for Zoe. Uh, she's okay with it, but this is the one I would have loved to have gotten her. They've got some great products here. Um,
2: uh, and that, uh, yeah, this I is this, this is
1: this is the same company that did the uh, the uh, quantum jackets, and, qu- and they did a quantum hoodie as well. Ah. Which I've seen the quantum hoodie, and it looks amazing. Saw someone in the parks with it. Really? Yeah. That's that's a joy. I get to see some of these things in the parks. Um, I mean, there's some amazing stuff out there from them um they're yeah i'm man, looking at some iron of their man. other stuff oh dude that captain america leather jacket yeah yeah oh doggie whoa, 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 whoa! they're the ones who did, did the uh, iron man spider premium tech hoodie that looks like the, yeah. the movie and the yeah. uh white spider hoodie from the video game okay i want the avengers quantum jacket If you go to the Avengers one itself, the hoodie, the regular hoodie is great as well. I'm not saying, but I'm saying you're not saying, but you're saying I'm not saying, but I'm saying,
2: oh, man, dude. Told you. Oh, wow. That beyond infinity uh, hoodie.
1: Yep. Even the even the part of the. Oh, yeah. Even the part of the team hoodie is amazing. Oh, Lord.
0: Okay, I'm I'm loving the quantum hoodie. Yes. This I'm is definitely loving the quantum hoodie.
2: Yet another shut up and take my money situation.
0: Yeah, but I do think I like the Infinity War Beyond Infinity hoodie better. Yeah, that one, Infinity one just, it, I look
2: at it, it kind of it, it has a, a Ronin flavor to it. And yeah, I am a sucker for Ronin. I can't help it.
0: Well, you know, don't that's not something to be a, a ashamed of now, dude. Yeah
2: you, know, I, I, yeah. you know, I didn't think that this is one of those situations like Ronin was a character I didn't think that we would ever actually see in the MCU. You know? Right.
1: Yeah. I like the Captain America hoodie.
2: Yes. The, yes. I could wear this all day. I could, this. I could go I could go that all day. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, uh, that is Ah, oh, dude. No, was, I could see Steve Rogers wearing that too. That's the thing. <laughs>
0: just, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, All right. All right. So I got I got to look at the Guardians of the Galaxy one. Okay, that's the Yeehaw Beachy. Yeah. Oh man, I am so disappointed with the, uh, the Guardians. Yeah. They don't really yeah, have they any. Don't, they don't have a stuff. hoodie for it. Let's see if they got just under Marvel. Okay. I do love the knitted Christmas sweaters. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. They'll yeah, They'll pop okay. at me uh, this year. Like, yeah. you know, like...
0: the Miles Morales hoodie looks good. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Deadpool wallet is nice. Yeah. Yep. Works for money, while it makes perfect sense. <laughs> the Punisher uh, one looks good. The Venom one looks
2: good. Yeah, the I have to admit, you know, for something for uh, for it to take a while to grow on me. The, the white spider, yes. uh, Spider-Man,
0: finally grew on me. Now I love it. I I am I, I was looking at that very thing. For those of you following along at home that can't see what we're looking at, we are on Merchoid.com's website, uh, M-E-R-C-H-O-I-D.com.
1: And when we get off onto these sites and start looking at
2: Oh, crap, that Captain America messenger bag. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or the ready for the get ready for action backpack, which is in the same uh, model as the uh, the the blue the blue uniform from um from a civil war not civil war, uh Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I need to leave this site, like,
0: right now. Yes, 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 you do.
1: Yes, we all do. Anyway, um, (laughs) to carry on.
0: As Mike tries to wrestle us back onto the main track conversation.
1: I'm trying to wrestle back as well. So the price ranging on a lot of this goes anywhere from – $15.99 Fifteen ninety nine up to fifty eight ninety nine. Um, mm-hmm. The Taskmaster hat, I love. It's got a very cool look to it. Yes, uh, and it will go nice with the hoodies. The hoodie. Yes, uh, I, I really dig, the, dig this merch from Merchoid. Yes, uh, all this is set to ship in in March or in April. I'm sorry.
2: I, I still think that the the movie is going to meet its budget <laughs> if people look at this stuff. So the the movie is gonna make back make back its money before the movie even hits the theater. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, Disney Plus, the X-Men anime series, Season 3, is on there now. And um, let's take a a, guide, a a trip down. Actually, you know what? Let's do Season 1, this episode, since Marvel.com gives us a, a uh, complete comics guide to Season 1. So let's start there. Um, all of these are available to read in Marvel Unlimited. So um, let's break this down. Episodes 1 and 2, Night of the Sentinels now jubilee is in our lens um the team in the in the family she stumbles into accidentally um through her we learn about all the players we come to know and understand our team leaders cyclops and storm um jubilee will also meet wolverine and some of the others uh the comics to read with this with these two episodes is uncanny x-men 244 and 273 Because this is when we get the introduction of Kylan's favorite that's going to be played by Channing Tatum himself, Gambit. Oh,
2: yes, Gambit. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a good, that was a good, good Gambit. Yes. You know? Yes. Voiced by... I the the guys I the, I see his face. Um he was he was the son he played uh, Peter Kane in Kung Fu The Legend continues.
0: Um hang on, hang on. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. X Men am DB uh, uh, oh. There it is. It ran for five seasons. That that surprises yeah. me. Yeah. Thank uh, kid- you.
1: Chris Porter.
2: Chris P- Potter. Yep. Yeah. Chris Potter.
1: Yeah. He was, uh, he was the voice of Gambit. Now episode three, uh, inter Magneto, uh, what much more can we say about it? We also get the introduction of Sabretooth and, um, and a few, you know, and then, you know, we see how that plays in. Uh, this goes back to uncanny X-Men number one with the final act. Yeah. So, and this is when, uh, Magneto's helmet had like horns on it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, too, X-Men 161. This is where uh, they reveal that they're both mutants while rescuing a young patient named Gabriel Howler from Nazi Hydra Commandos.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, too, go, another issue that ties in with this is X-Men 321, uh, which takes a peek at 20 years in the past as we see a deep cut of their memories of Haifa or from Haifa. Considered a prelude to Age of Apocalypse, the Age of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh episode four, Daily Reunions. Um, now, under Xavier's care, Sabretooth is mentally poked and prodded as part of his re- rehabilitation. Um, just a brief touch. Uh, comics to read to tie in with this would be X-Men number 28 and 33, 1991 series. x mens Origins, Sabretooth from 2009, number one. And Adventures of the X-Men, 1996, is number seven. So, uh, right now, that just takes us through episode four. Do we go part two? Yeah, out. why not? Um. So, number uh, episode five, captive hearts, uh, refers to two themes here: a love triangle that's taking shape between Jean Grey, Cyclops, and Wolverine, and Storm's claustrophobia, side effect of a childhood trauma. Uh, comics from here for this episode is Uncanny X Men number one sixty-eight and one through one seventy, uh, and then one sixty-nine is the first appearance of the Morlocks, which you'll recognize a few of the faces from the episode. So, and then if you read all the way through one seventy, we see Storm and And Callisto's Savage Shiv Duel. Now an uncanny moment or iconic moment. X-Men history um also to the mutant massacre event is another one to read uh which i believe is an uncanny x-men 210 uh episode six cold vengeance it's our first wolverine centric episode and comics that tie in with this would be wolverine number 90 because of the wolverine saber 2 showdown um that's about the only one they really tie in uh episode seven slave island um, in which Storm, Jubilee, and Gambit take a vacation from... Heck. Plus, we meet Cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, comics to read to kind of see where some of the stories came from in this one. Uh, X- Uncanny X-Men uh, 235 and 236. Extin- Extinction Agenda Event. And New Mutants 87. So... Um, I'm going to stop it there, because I want to get into, speaking of comics, Marvel's teasing a surprising hero to replace Iron Man, according to the June solicits.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. And which episode did we take that all the way up to, then? Uh, seven. Seven? And I really have to go back and watch that, um, watch that series, because I- considering um at that time that extinction agenda was fairly recent yeah um i was so jazzed to to kind of
0: see that on the screen yeah yeah you know? i i i was never a huge fan of the animation style mm-hmm. i don't know why i think at the time i was too used to um Jim Lee's art style mm-hmm. that anything that didn't look like that mm-hmm. I just instinctively didn't like for X-Men. Um I don't know but there is absolutely no denying that the writing on this show
1: was just absolutely phenomenal. It was yes. See, for me, I wasn't a big X-Men reader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I enjoyed New Mutants. I wasn't not exactly positive. Um, I, well, that was about I, the time Rob Blyfield was drawing it, wasn't it? Possibly. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, I know my brother was really into it, and I was reading his books. But when the cartoons came out, oh, I was all over the cartoons. Cartoons didn't oh, yeah. bother me one bit.
2: Well, the, the animation style, I felt, was very rigid yeah but there was a lot of shows that there were a lot of shows that are like that at that time because i think um Wildcats had that type of animation had that style of animation and think right about that time there was a show called G.I. Joe Extreme yeah all had that type of animation at that time
0: yeah yeah so I mean it just did not it it did not lend itself well for the most part in my opinion to the action scenes like you know the Jim Lees or the Mark Silvestris or um, Will's Portacio's of the time Mm -hmm. I agree and I don't know. Like I said, it, the the animation style just felt too rigid. I mean, even I, even the GI Joe and Transformers cartoons of the the eighties just seemed more actiony to me. Oh, I, I does, totally that, agree. does that make any sense at all?
2: No, yeah. no, I, agree. I, I think I think it, it, it was, it, it was uh, that type of uh, animation. The, the the brighter colors seemed to allow more made, made the made the action more dynamic. Whereas this type of animation style for for X Men, not that it was certainly actiony enough, but the the animation style was more
0: dramatic. It's it was almost like they were going for the the Rankin Bass look from Thundercats or Silverhawks. Yeah. Yes. But didn't have the budget to do it.
2: Yes. I'll say that. I like that. Yeah. That.
1: Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway. Um, like I said, teasing new uh Iron Man with the June solicits. On the cover of the heroes book, an Iron Man helmet is rocking uh those classic horns. This comes clearly out left field. So, um you can see that with um I guess Daredevil 22 is the book in question and fans will have to sit and wait till June to see what shakes out. But it ain't looking great for Tony Stark at the moment. And Matt Murdock may be a great fit. So, this could be a, a spoiler for uh, well, spoilers for Iron Man twenty twenty number three are coming up.
0: You know what? <laughs> I know of of all the. And I looked at the. I looked at this story before the show started, because it just kind of had my interest peak Because you know how many. It's almost like you put it on bumper sticker. Honk if you have replaced Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. Just because it seems like he's all the time either. Dying or becoming incapacitated or retiring or whatever. So somebody is taking over for him. But of all the people I expected to take over for Iron Man, aside from Irving Forbush, Matt Murdoch is probably the last one I would have expected. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, even the Howard the Duck had an iron duck suit of armor designed by Tony Stark. Yeah.
2: Like I Matt Murdock is he's a brawler. Yes. You know, he likes to get down and dirty. I Yes. I mean even even when he had armor, it was more he he, he was still he, he He's still a fighter. I, I, I okay. I, I just
0: gotta wait and see how this shakes out. You know, I kind of like this idea because Tony, because it's such a stark, no pun intended, contrast <laughs> from Tony. Because Tony is not an expert at hand to hand fighting. No, he's not. No. He, he will hand to he, he'll go hand to hand just enough to give him. A, a enough of an opportunity to fall back regroup and use his ranged weapons
2: right and i mean even yeah because uh he his go-to is not fisticuffs
0: See, right it, it's, yeah. it's not but because daredevils is i mean i would like to see an iron man suit of armor designed around daredevils strengths yes Around the agility, around the sensors, around the like repulsor brass knuckles. Oh, 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 you know, I, I mean, think about it repulsors with a very short range that emanate from the knuckles. Yes. Just yes. enough to give him a lot more oomph when he punches. Right. Like, almost like takes like uh-huh. punches. Uh huh. Oh, oh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You see where I'm going with this, right?
2: And you know what? I, I, that would just be nuts because last year we got Punisher. Well, okay. Well, Punisher had the War Machine uh, yeah. armor, so which would make sense.
0: But, the Punisher as a war machine is like one of the most logical things I will ever see in the Marvel Universe.
2: Like, you know, that's just that's just given. I Now, now what I want to see if they do this, I want Daredevil versus Punisher round
0: two in those armors, in those armors.
1: That would be very intriguing. Okay. Don't tell me you don't want to see this, Mike. I do. I want to see it on screen. I want to see it as an animated feature. I want to see yeah. it. Dude,
0: dude, dude do the Netflix versions. Oh, dude. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. Yep. Seriously, dude. Do, you know, take Frank Castle, John Bernthal, I think it... it That's the guy who played, right? Yep. Yes. Give him war machine armor. Oh I don't care if he uh, you know what? He could have his own he could have his own series. Put on Disney Plus or Hulu. It's probably gonna be better for Hulu anyway. I agree. Put that on there. And then at some point have Don Cheadle show up with the Avengers war machine armor. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh dude, I'm I I I i mean
1: you can't go wrong now
2: now i gotta go back was that season two season two of daredevil that was sort of like the whole daredevil versus punisher thing Uh I i gotta go back and watch that again because that was so
0: oh yes 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 give those two versions stark armor and you, you know, could almost you could almost give Daredevil like the Iron Spider armor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. You know, Daredevil and Spider-Man are pretty similar in their fighting styles. Yeah. They, are, they are. Because yeah. Spider-Man is a brawler for the most part, except that, you know, he'll he'll do tricky stuff with his webbing. Yeah. Correct. But at his heart, Spidey's a brawler. Yes. Yeah. It's oh dude, that's Oh, so. So. So think about this now. Because now we have opened the door for Daredevil with the Spider-Man armor. Iron Spider armor with insta-kill mode. Oh.
1: Oh, No. And with Daredevil, that would be way too tempting. He wouldn't wouldn't stop. No, No, he wouldn't.
0: I mean, he does not have the the moral restrictions that Peter does. No. I mean, he... See, and that's the thing with him. Like he almost gets a I
2: don't I don't know if it's if it's fair to call it a bloodlust. But he 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 runs into a fight and he doesn't he he doesn't he does. Like you say, he doesn't really have that, that internal mechanism that stops, tells him when to stop, when a fight is over, because he just keeps until the other person just can't go anymore. And that's it, he doesn't he doesn't have Wolverine's
1: berserker rage.
2: No, he does. Right. But, you know, but he
1: does not hold back. No, he doesn't. No. No. Now, let's talk about holding back. See if I can get Eric to hold back. (laughs) This I Uh may break Eric with. Uh Uh-oh. It's a new series coming out. Uh Uh-huh. There are two new heroes that have joined the rest of this team. And
2: it's
1: a team that, that has been around for a while, since the 90s. At least. Um, these two new heroes have psychokinesis and force field projection. The twins are... That too. There's the difference. Sure. Uh, the twins are billing themselves as post-ironic meditation on using violence to combat bullying. Oh! They, oh. These two are joining the new warriors and their name, which totally is hypocritical to their how they build themselves. Safe space... And snowflake needless okay. to say some fans <laughs> felt this was a mockery of the earnestness or just an attempt to rile people up Eric go
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> i I read this article on comicbook.com I think this is a ridiculous idea and it is it is it, or as I have said se- well the reason that I read it is because I saw somebody else on Facebook commenting, the new warriors are getting members called safe space and snowflake legit or false. And I was just like, there's no way this could be a legit story. so I looked it up and of course there it was. Surprise, surprise, surprise. So, I mean, I don't care what kind of BS that Marvel is going to float out there about how it's quote unquote, a post ironic meditation on using violence to combat bullying. They can spew that crap off. All they want. This is troll bait, pure and simple. These are two characters that would never have been taken seriously any other way, and they're doing it just to get publicity, to get people talking about a new Warriors reboot that normally would not have gotten any attention whatsoever. Because let's face it: as soon as the original lineup of the New Warriors left, New Warriors ceased to be a relevant title. Correct. Because- Because the New Warriors, the New Warriors was originally a good concept because it took characters that were already established elsewhere. Mm -hmm. It was it's it's a very similar formula to Guardians of the Galaxy because they took nobody characters. Uh, Marvel boy, he was a a young version of the Guardians of the Galaxy character. Firestar. Does anybody remember Firestar from anything other than Spider-Man and his amazing friends? No,
2: that's true. (laughs) unfortunately.
0: Namorita Marita, she was basically Namor's sidekick. Right. Speedball, they tried with Speedball. They tried to make Speedball a a new Spider-Man. Did not work. No. And so they they did like the most formulaic, stereotypical, angsty teenager Batman ripoff they could find with Night Thrasher. Mm-hmm. But the problem is Thight Thrasher was actually a good character once he came into his own. Yes, yes. I mean, the, where, where Night Thrasher fights the Punisher in one of the early issues, and I, and I collected this series when it first started off. Mm-hmm. Oh, and let's not forget, quote-unquote, Kid Nova, the original Nova, Richard Ryder, grumpy old man Rich, mm-hmm. and this was a good group. It was it was it mm-hmm. was a very good group but then they tried oh well let's make it a reality show and it's kind of like well you know even though you go to the grocery store and you can't find toilet paper there's this title so you're not out in the cold <laughs>
1: That's only if you're using an iceberg lettuce. That's
0: true. (laughs) That's
1: just just the tip of the iceberg.
0: So I I read this article, and really the best part about this article are the reactions. Yes. I'm I'm going to read from one Twitter user. Here's to Snowflake and Safe Space and their long and illustrious career of appearing in, like, the first four issues of this event comic – then being relegated to background characters and then reappearing in 15 years' time as, on a Marvel's Top 10 Dumbest Characters article. Yeah, I think one of my favorites Uh-oh.
1: was someone going, I kind of like these twins better, and it was Zan and Jaina from Distinguished yes. Competition. Yes.
0: yes, I love yes. that one. But, all right, my favorite part of this article, without a doubt, famous, particle, famous part of this article was a, a tweet, and it's not the tweet that I like. It is the username. The Booty Call of Cthulhu. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay.
2: I mean, uh, well, is it safe to say that these two characters and I, I'll be honest with you. I, I I don't know. I I I, I get it. I, but I agree that they're trying to basically they're just trying to drum up.
0: Like I said, uh, they're trying to stir up interest by stirring up the the get woke get broke troll crowd. Yeah, yeah, so, so I, I mean, go ahead.
2: No, I, I just wonder, does this does this end up like you said? The, basically, is this sort of like
0: the 2020 equivalent of uh, of super pro? <laughs> I think you're onto something there, dude. I think you're onto something. Oh, and, and let's we focus on Snowflake and Safe Space, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there's also another character joining this lineup. His name is Screen Time. He is literally described as a quote-unquote meme-obsessed super teen whose powers come from, quote, experimental internet gas. Jeez. Oh, I mean... It, it, my, my, my well, all right. I give kudos to anybody that can talk about this title with a straight face because it takes a lot of effort to talk about these characters with a straight face.
2: I, you know, I, 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 I don't I think, think these characters were was was actually, was actually created with real things, seriousness. Because if you just, think about it, It's I, it feels like a big, uh, uh, how can I put it? uh there there's a there's there's a gesture that's the universal gesture for your number one you know what i'm talking about yeah i feel like that that's what this is it's sort of like, and it's sort of like the backlash to uh the the a lot a lot of the uh the the the, the hate that marvel has gotten. Over the past couple of years, because basically, um, all the, there's been these calls for the for Marvel to be. And I'm just gonna say this, guys. There's been these calls for them to be more inclusive and to be more this and more that. The thing is, we've been we've we have been we 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 have been reading Marvel for a long, long time. You know, I've seen heroes of all races and all genders and all. You know, the, the, the entire hue. So when I hear people say they want Marvel to be more inclusive, I'm a little confused by that. Because I know what I
0: see, I, I don't know, they have been inclusive. That's the thing, Yes. but but the further to the left that you go, the more vocal they get, and the more they are pushing Marvel to get more and more and more and more progressive or or more and more and more what they consider to be inclusive, right. Uh, so uh, i'm gonna I'm gonna read another tweet mm-hmm. in here. Uh, by a user by the name of Bagel. Yeah, I'm looking at that one right now. Go ahead. And and they're basically sharing all this concept art. And the caption reads, Marvel in 2020, still wondering why nobody buys comics anymore. Okay, dog. I'm just... It's hard for me to take any of this seriously. I mean, it is troll bait. This is one thing that... It is – they are – and remember when we had Tom Brevort on the show and I specifically asked him, you know, what are some of the things that you thought wouldn't work well that did and by, you know, comparison, things that you thought might work well that didn't? Right. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have asked him this now. Yes. I, I mean, I don't want to I, – I don't want to stare Tom Brevort in the eye and say, hey, dude, what wh- Whiskey Tango Foxtrot were you thinking? Right. I mean, so I'm I'm thinking and again, the New Warriors has become I don't want to say a joke, but something that you really can't take as seriously as you did to begin with. Right. So I'm like, you know what? You want to try to play this off. Go ahead. Don't expect anybody to buy this. I
2: don't think they would. I, I, I think for every strike force.
0: Which is one of those
2: books that people I think a lot of people strike force would you know, you'll get your four or five issues and it was gonna disappear. Strike Strike Force is one of those team books is actually done very well. Yeah. For every strike force you get two or three of this.
0: Well, Uh, and well. Also, think about this: stupid character concepts are nothing new. No, Marvel has had characters that that you just shake your head and go, "What the heck were you thinking?" Throughout all of Marvel's history. Frogman. Yeah, Frogman. That's a good one. Razorback. Razorback. Yes. Uh Uh, I just. Yeah, it's just these characters who. Doctor Bong. Okay. I don't remember Dr. Bomb. He was in he was in Howard the Duck. Okay, there, there you go. But there are just there are just some characters that were or 3D Man or the Angler. Oh, 3D Man. Yes, why? Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're ridiculous. I think they're nothing but absolute troll bait. Mhm. But I am not going to get on here and and rant about how we should boycott Marvel or Or, you know, or anything like that, because this title is going to go away soon regardless. It is. I mean, this is Marvel. They will throw anything at the wall to see if it sticks. Right. Don't get me wrong. I love Marvel. We all love Marvel, but we are going to give tough love wherever we have to. Right. And Marvel's theory of let's just throw this out there, see if it works. It results in a lot of series that are canceled before they reach 12 issues. That's true. I will be shocked. I mean, as in stick a fork in a toaster. Shocked if this lasts that long.
2: I, I, I just you know the thing is uh, the, that probably one of the things that I really loved about New Warriors was that it, it 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 was a almost like a street level yeah a, a street level Avengers for up and coming characters to. Ha- Have uh, for you to get to know these characters and maybe serve as a launch pad for them to go on to do other things because Speedball ends up figuring uh, pretty big uh, as far as um, what happens as a result of which? which Civil War. Civil War. Speedball right there in the middle of it. Yeah. When Speedball first, I remember Speedball number one when it came out. And I'm looking out, I sat there and I looked at it and I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> uh, but it's not necessarily it was and it was more because this guy you didn't have a point of reference for him. It was just like, Hey, new character. But once you saw him with these other characters, you got to know him as a person, so to speak. Yes, then, and that's true for all those characters at that time. You know, I absolutely
0: love how you said "street level Avengers."
2: That that's pretty much the, that's the only way I can really describe it. I mean, because even like if you look at if you look at it now, there's nothing out there for any new slash up and coming heroes. Like, okay, so uh Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, was fortunate in that, that she more or less got mentored by Carol yeah, Damage. Right. Uh, And then you you have uh, Miles Morales, who became, because he was such a big hit in uh, uh, the Ultimate Universe, Mm -hmm. he sort of had that name recognition too, okay? So you have Miss America, who has managed to kind of associate herself with other major characters and also have a decent presence in some of the uh, Marvel online games. So she gets recognized, she gets recognized, whereas, Had these characters been introduced in the early, late eighties, early nineties. They would have needed a book like like New Warriors. That's where, and I feel like that's what that book should be. What this is, what these characters are, uh, it feels like somebody lost a bet. Uh, yeah, you know, it, if don't like it If you guys going to get right and, and get mad at me, okay? And I'm fine with that, but I'm just saying. All
0: right. I do not wish to be disrespectful towards the writer on this title. Mm-mm. Because they in in the very act of writing for Marvel, they have done something that so many people dream of doing but have never been able to to realize Mm -hmm. Uh, they have done something I have never been able to realize and. You know, being able to write for Marvel is something that just about everybody in the industry dreams of doing at some point. Right. So and they wouldn't be there if they were absolute garbage. No. I, I have said that about so many writers, including Nick Spencer, who I absolutely do not care for, but he <laughs> deserves to be there. But these characters, they strike me as being types of characters that middle schoolers would create for a D&D campaign. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean or we're not necessarily d and d there are several superhero role playing games out there, but you get the idea well, yes. city
1: of champion that role yes,
0: they would be yeah. city yeah. of champions or d c universe online or or Heroes Unlimited or Champions, Mm-mm. that sort of yeah. – that's what these characters strike me as. Yeah. But, well, yes, well. you are absolutely right on the new warriors being street-level Avengers mm-hmm. because they were they were all established characters. Right. Now, Kamala Khan, America, uh, Sam Alexander, Miles Morales – You know, that Marvel has done is has made an effort to bring them in. I don't want to say as their own group, like the new champions or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, They have been mentored. Yeah. And yeah. that is that is good. But I don't know. Again, this is just to me. This is just an attempt to get attention by stirring the pot and trying to trigger the trolls. And, you know, they're going to trigger the trolls because the trolls exist to be triggered. Yes. But this is the type of project that I see lasting about six issues and then going bye bye. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I, I don't even, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I, not, I, I, long, I'm not, I'm not going to waste a lot of time and effort getting upset over it no because no. it ain't worth it. Right. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is and it's, it's
1: troll bait. That'll be gone a year from now. Yeah, that's, yeah, true, that's true. What? Well, quickly, if we can, cause we're mm-hmm. out at that time. Here are the picks of the week. um Eric, why don't you start us off? Okay, I'm
0: going to start off with a number one. It is Hellion's number one. Bad is the new good. Oh, I'm sorry. I was supposed to say who it was by. Um... Zeb Wells and Steven Segovia from the famous Segovia Accords. That's me me trying to be facetious, but probably failing failing spectacularly. Fail big or go home. Bad is the new good. When Krakoa opened their doors to all mutants and forgave all past crimes, they might have known they've had to accept some of their worst foes into the fold. But they didn't plan for what to do with them. Not to worry, though. Mr. Sinister knows what to do with the troublemakers. Meet his new hellions Wild Child, Empath, Nanny, Orphan Maker, Psylocke, and Havoc. Under Sinister's direction, they are sure to become productive members of Mutant Society. Writer Zeb Wells and artist Steven Segovia bring you the team you're going to hate to love. All right. Kylan, your first pick. My first pick is 2020
2: Force Works Number 2, brought to us by Matthew Rosenberg. And Juan and Ramirez, War Machine, U.S. Agent, Mockingbird, and Quake have joined forces to fight against the robots for human survival as Force Works. But when the team finds themselves infected by Deathlock technology and turn into robots themselves, will that Prime Directive stand, or will they find themselves turning coat and bringing about humanity's end? Ooh,
0: working a deathlock in there. I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, my first book is Falcon and Wonder Soldier number two from Derek Landry, Federico Finocchietti, and Dan Mora. Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes are on a mission to identify and stop the leader of the next leader of Hydra. To do so, they've got to make their way from one end of a high speed train to the other, and every carriage is filled with assassins. Eight carriages, eight kinds of killer. All aboard. So, Eric, you're number two pick. My number two pick
0: is Road to Empire Cree Scroll War Number One by Robbie Thompson, Matia de Luis, Phil Noto, and Javier Rodriguez. Empire is coming. The build up to Marvel's massive event series of the spring begins here, but in actuality, it began a millennia ago with the challenge on the moon. In the wake of incoming, everything has changed for the Cree and the Scrolls, and out in the cold on Earth, the Warner family from Meet the Scrolls need to work out what has happened and what it means for the future of their family and of their race. And that means educating the kids on just how the Korean Scrolls
1: first went to war. Okay, Kylan, your number two pick.
2: My number two pick is Marvel Adventures Black Widow number one. Uh, brought to us by... Oh, it just gives us Marvel Comics. So we'll have to see. Um, the super spy stars in the final adventure before the launch of Marvel's Avengers. Former Russian spy Natasha Romanoff has joined S.H.I.E.L.D. But when inspect from her past resurfaces, where do her loyalties really lie? And what is the source of her deadly feud with the villainous Taskmaster? Solve the mystery in this adventure leading up to the upcoming Marvel's Adventures video game as we explore a key episode from the dramatic saga of the woman called Black Widow. Okay. Well, my second
1: pick is Star Wars Bounty Hunters number two. Bounty hunters draw first blood. Cyborg bounty hunter Valance will stop at nothing to find his old mentor, Nakano Lash, after her stinging betrayal years earlier. Other bounty hunters have taken the job after a vicious crime lord put a, put out the hit. Everyone's got a reason to go after the Trandoshan Talon. Boss, Boba Fett, and a slew of new killers are on Lash's trail. Can Valance get to her first? And what what could have possibly made Lash break her word and betray her fellow bounty hunters? Truth can shake the foundations of the criminal underworld in the galaxy.
0: We got more balance. We got more balance. Yep. Number three for everyone. (laughs) Oh, my number three pick. It is my go, right? It is your go. (laughs) Okay. It is my go. Thank you. Revenge of Cosmic Ghost Rider number four of five by Dennis Hopeless Hallam and Scott Hepburn. Cosmic Ghost Rider's soul hangs in the balance. Lost to the ravages of space, Will Cammie be able to claw her way back to Cosmic Ghost Rider in time to keep him from making a deal with the devil? Or will Cosmic Ghost Rider damn the whole galaxy to hell to get what he wants? Okay, do final pick. My final
2: pick is Wolverine number 2 DX, brought to us by Ben Percy and Adam Kubert. The Worst is Back. Wolverine has never been one to back down from a fight, not even a combined assault from Lady Deathstrike, Sabretooth, and Dr. Cornelius. But the Flower Cartel might have enlisted his worst and greatest foe, Logan himself.
1: Okay. Well, my final pick is a trade paperback: Star Wars Legends Epic Collection: Clone Wars Volume Number Three. Tells of the legendary Clone Wars renegade Jedi Quelin Voss has kept has crept closer than ever to the dark side of the Force. Now he must not only confront his former student Alela Sakura his old friend obi-wan kenobi but also places fate in the hands of the jedi council itself meanwhile the newly knighted anakin skywalker and the evil sith apprentice ventress have become obsessed with defeating one another could this be their final battle at last discover the origin of the murderous villain general grievous the race to star wars episode 3 revenge of the sith begins here collecting star wars republic 68 through 73, Grievous 1 through 4, Free Comic Book Day 2006, um, Star Wars Star Wars Obsession 1 through 5, and material from Star Wars Visionaries, and Star Wars Tales number 17. So, on that note, um, Kylan, you still got your MU pick from last week?
2: Uh, yeah, I did. That you were
1: supposed to have? Go for it.
2: Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so... So, my MU pick is a, uh, well, I was kind of hoping to uh, make it a little more timely, but uh, that movie is being delayed, but I'm still going to go with it anyway. Uh, So, my pick is Avengers number 195, uh, which is the first appearance of Taskmaster. All right. All right. Um, So, uh, the book uh, will bring us... So, the Avengers break into the Solomon Institute for the Criminally Insane to locate a missing member, team member, Wasp. Selby is revealed to be a clone of Solomon, the head doctor of the Institute. Solomon's intentions with Selby, however, are far from benevolent. Uh, This uh, book was brought to us by, well, the penciler is uh, comic legend George Perez, uh, and the uh, colorist is Ben Sean. Uh, The writer is David uh, Michelin, and the letterer is John Costanza. So this book was actually published uh, May 1st of 1980. So it only took um, 40 years for uh, Taskmaster to make it to the big screen. From the printed page.
0: Yeah. Do y'all remember when we were talking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I said that, or somebody said, you know, raised the possibility that uh, Grant Ward was going to be the next Taskmaster? Hey, it was you. Yeah, you did. Yeah but, yeah, but I don't think, I may have seen that somewhere else. I may have seen it somewhere on, on the internet somewhere. But I still say Grant Ward would have made a
1: good Taskmaster.
2: Yeah. Totally agree. It, it, and it seemed like a logical progression
1: for him. And, and who's to say there's not more than one Taskmaster? True. Now? So that's it. possible. Uh, any final thoughts? Well, that was my final thought. Thank you. Kyle. Uh, nah. No,
2: uh, that's all the thoughts I got for
1: the night. And there's only one thing left to be said.
0: No sign of unusual brain activity.
1: Yeah, we'll leave it at that.
0: My diagnosis is that you've experienced a severe anxiety attack.